Good afternoon and welcome to the Young News Podcast with your host, John Phillips, running a solo show today on this Tuesday, May 11, 2021, sharing with you my thoughts on current events and specifically my financial thoughts on what is going on. We see it all over the place. We see inflation. We also see something happening in the supply chain where we're not getting things on time, where we're clicking on things on a computer and realizing that they're out of stock. And a lot of people are confused. Now, you've heard all sorts of reasons for this. You've heard China be blamed for this. You've heard Joe Biden be blamed for this. You've heard the pandemic to be blamed, the so-called pandemic to be blamed for this problem. What I see happening is that more people want more stuff. But the problem is it's harder to get that stuff because there seems to me all over the world a situation in which things were shut down. And when things are shut down, it takes a while to start them up again. And if a factory, for example, is shut down and that factory usually makes certain items and that factory no longer makes items or was shut down and now has to restart, it takes some time to get the economy moving so that those supplies can go where they're supposed to go. But I also want to bring up something that also that also starts to happen. And this is something that I'm very worried about this summer. And when I say worried, you know, I'm not panicking. But I'm worried in the sense of I better get my act together now because by the time you get to the line and you try to buy an item that people already know is scarce, it's too late. What I think is going to happen this year and this summer is very similar to what happened with toilet paper last year. Everyone knows the story. Everyone kind of said, I got to go to the store. I got to get paper towels and toilet paper, paper towels and toilet paper. And there was this incredible panic that toilet paper and paper towels would not be found. Now, just imagine if all of a sudden the supply chains are so caught off guard and people are so worried about the skyrocketing price of certain goods, what that does to the psyche of the individuals that are living in this country. I'll tell you what it does to them. They start to look at things like detergent. They start to look at things like toilet paper, like paper goods, um, like coffee, and they start saying, I need to pile up. And then they get to the store and then they see other items that seem to be very low. This happened to me the other day. You're going to make fun of me. I had this J. Crew kind of gel, whatever you want to call it. It's not even a gel. It's like a cream you use for your hair. All that nonsense, right? There were only two left. And I only needed one. But guess what I did? I bought both. I bought both because I only saw two. And I said, I don't know when the next time is they're going to have this available. This is the ultimate problem. This is the ultimate problem of the summer of 2021. It is going to be this panic that sets in and it has to do with consumer goods you will see this summer i think a massive rush to buy things they don't need them now right but they are worried that when they hear about inflation and when they hear about a supply chain problem the only reasonable solution to this problem is to buy the stuff now for when you need it in a year and I will say this, that this is my advice to the average person out there who doesn't want to put their money in stocks, who doesn't want to put their money in bonds, who doesn't want to put their money in Bitcoin, who doesn't make enough or doesn't have a great enough savings to put it in property or uh, gold or silver, any one of these things, right? You just want to say, look, I have about $5,000 and I really can't make a tremendous profit anywhere I see, but I want to make sure that I'm covered 
for the next 12 to 18 months. Well, like my advice to that person is go out there and buy a little market for yourself. Buy toothpaste, buy detergent, buy items that you're going to need for the next 12 to 18 months. As long as you have storage, my advice is buy it now. So that when there are shortages and when there is a panic that things will start to increase in price, you are prepared. Now, you could say that that's selfish, but I don't see it as selfish. Do you know what I see as selfish? I'll tell you what I see as selfish. Staying home when there's plenty of work to do and there are no kids involved. That is selfish. Um, Saying to other people they need to work harder so that you can get stuff for free, that's selfish. If you want to end the inflation today, if you would like to, to pick up the productivity of this country, the best way to do it, and I can't say I'm 100% on board with this idea, but I can tell you what you need to do if this is your biggest concern, is that goods in stores are no longer there. If you want to make sure that there are goods stacked up on the shelves, cut government spending, cut government benefits, release massive tax breaks for businesses, cut government regulations. Everything I said right there could be done in 24 hours and that will stack your shelves and that will put stuff for people to be able to have. Now, with that said, there are a lot of unintended consequences that come along with that decision. But if you're really concerned and you're saying, my concern is the rising prices of items and my concern is not being able to have items on the shelf when I go to the store, you're only your only immediate solution to this is to go out there and buy enough items to get you for to get you through the next 12 to 18 months. That's my solution. And so people often like get caught off guard and I think right now there's talk of inflation it really hasn't hit people yet. But I can tell you this right now that I believe within a matter of let's say 2 months it will not, I think, be uncommon to see stores not have items available for people to buy. I absolutely see this coming. And it's not a doomsday situation. I'm sure there will be items that you'll be able to buy. But overall, you will see two things continue to happen. You will see a lack of supplies that you can buy. And you will see the prices of goods go up. This is ultimately the effect of deciding that it was some genius's idea to support printing money and expect that nothing bad will happen in return. This is what you get. You don't really think last year that you could just print all of this money, stay at home, not work, collect unemployment, spend money at restaurants, buy stuff on Amazon, and what? 
and what just just next year all of a sudden have a new president and be told by the CDC and the WHO in China and all the good boys and girls that everything's fine. That COVID has passed and our economy is right back where we need it to be. That does not happen. You don't get that. You don't get to shut things down and then still expect, expect things to be back to normal. Everything in life has a cost when you get divorced there is a cost to that divorce now you might say it was necessary arguable but you can say it was necessary but do not be naive to think that there aren't costs and going to be consequences as a result of you making that decision okay secondly secondly you have to be aware of costs but you have to be aware of what people around the world are going to think when they start seeing this happen in the United States of America. Now, I have said for over a year now that the last place that I would trust to be a stable place to be is in the U.S. dollar. Why? Because things just don't make sense in our society today. Credit card debt, all-time high. Student loan debt, all-time high. Mortgage debt, all-time high. Prices of lumber, skyrocketing. Prices of corn, skyrocketing. Government debt, skyrocketing. Our leverage in the Middle East, dwindling. Our lack of unification inside of our country, over cultural values, over, over cultural items and cultural ideas that we once thought were totally on board with are no longer there. When you see this, it's one thing. But when other countries and international investors and people who hold dollars outside of this country see what is going on today, then you have a panic. Then you have people saying, I need to get out of this currency. And then all of a sudden there's a bidding war. And the guy over there that said, oh, please take my dollars, take my dollars. I'll give you $10. Okay, you won't take 10. Oh, how about 20? How about 30? Okay, just take $30 for, for one yen or one euro or I don't know, one, one ounce of silver, for example. And people start trading and getting rid of their dollars. And it becomes this hot potato that no one wants. And for the longest time, the argument, and people will still make this argument today, is yes, the dollar has problems. But it has the least amount of problems compared to all the other currencies that have problems. Fair enough. There was a time where you could say that and you could have some legitimacy to that statement. I don't think that's the case today. So I want to wrap up this solo monologue and I want to wrap together exactly what I said so that I'm incredibly clear on this. Number one, when you decide to print a ton of money on top of the fact that you're shutting down certain parts of your economy at the same time, you cannot be surprised when you see prices begin to rise 
and you start to see a lack of goods in your grocery stores. Number two, when prices rise and there are a lack of goods being available to the average public, a panic sets in. This panic can be felt just like a panic can be felt during a hurricane in South Florida, during a hurricane in South Texas, during the first month of COVID at a grocery store with toilet paper, right? Now, on top of the fact there's a panic because of the high prices, because of the expected shortages, on top of the fact that people aren't working and there's a lack of things being produced because things are shut down, you take this entire scenario that's going on in this country and then you imagine what it's like for all of these investors all over the world watching what's taking place in the United States of America and then having to make the mother of all decisions to dump the dollar, ladies and gentlemen. Now, you could say the dollar has been dumped already starting last year when, it's, when we're talking about cryptocurrency. But something much more significant is coming because a lot of people who got involved and still are getting involved in crypto, they know what they're doing. They're going to Vegas. They're going to Vegas and they're placing their bets because even though it's a gamble, they believe that holding the dollar is a gamble. And there's some legitimacy to that. But it hasn't really hit the mainstream yet. Now we're talking mainstream. Now we're talking about international investors seeing America, seeing the dollar as no longer that stable piece of paper it once was. And why? Because they see the panic of what is going on with people buying things, waiting in lines, prices rising, people panicking, all because things were shut down that didn't need to be shut down. Money was printed that didn't need to be printed. And ultimately, people stopped taking responsibility for themselves and their families and were paying the price. So this is my May 11th, 2021 dialogue. I look forward to being back with Sean to discuss more of current events coming up uh, this week. Until next time, I will see you later.